So would you say that Emerson Nangagwa's speech has instilled confidence in the people of Zimbabwe? Well, just looking at uh, and reading the responses, there's still anxiety. Anxiety for two main reasons. One is that the he, con- he confirmed in- inadvertently uh, that uh, this this was a coup. He mentioned the role of the army, the defense forces, but added that he was in constant touch with them, the civil chiefs. Secondly, I think he sought to sanitize the, the coup factor by highlighting the constitutional process through which Mugabe was removed and through which he's been installed as as the new president. It also added the role of the region. We have likewise assisted in sanitizing or in trying to sanitize the coup factor. He says he met the Zuma. He had a word with the former president Kikwete of Tanzania and the former president of Namibia, and that they all were proud of how events took place in Zimbabwe. And significantly, of course, no one, no one so far in official circles, whether in Africa or elsewhere, has used the word coup so far. As to the expectations, there was this big word, this sentence, we are witnessing the democracy. Well, we'll see. We'll see. And as you say, uh, we'll see. I have a message here from one of our listeners, um, who is uh, De- uh, uh, Michael Vartemeyer, who says, President um, Nangagwa, uh, what did he mean in his speech when he said genuine and patriotic Zimbabweans? Do we need to belong to ZANU uh, to be this? What will happen if you are not? That's ominous language, which then raises the question, uh, does he have the capacity to change ZANU-PF and its traditions under Mugabe, and, and, and is he the right person to take Zimbabwe forward? Well, it could be. His defenders would say that, well, he was speaking to the party last night at the party headquarters. So he had to, he had to resonate with party, party followers uh, and even the slogan that he used down with the enemies if many find it provocative, my many will find it uh, as uh, as sustaining the old Zanu. Uh, even the the sustaining the fashionism within Zanu, the triumphalism with which he spoke against those who he sees as the enemies of the party. Um, Leaves one suspicious that we are we are still in the factionalism that is that is that characteristic of Zanu in the last almost throughout the history, I must say. Mr. Mandaza, what do you think should be his priorities as he takes over government? Well, I think he gave a hint to that: the economy, the jobs, jobs, jobs. I think that is. 
I think yeah, it's pandering to the Western countries, More, many of whom can hardly hide their degree at him coming to the fore. And uh, you know that basically he was seen to be at the head of the Lima process, uh, which has been shelved or had been shelved for more than a year now. So the international community in particular, those who govern our globe, those who run our affairs in this uh, uh, era, uh, will be looking at that. And if he performs well, that they'll, they'll, they'll consider the coup justified and thus forgiven. But again, we'll see. We'll see because economic policies are very, very, very intertwined with with political issues. In the past, it was that connection between politics and the economy that made it difficult for Mugabe's regime, including Mugabe himself, to effect economic reform, let alone political reform.